You're tuned into the Podcastle on iTunes and Podbean. This is Ryan Hastinger from Ryan 9 Fitness reminding you to always engage that damn core. Is that good? Alright, so who should my manager talk to about getting royalties? <laughs> Hagfish like releases, you can actually like mm. hold it up, dude. Like it's like saran wrap. Ew. It's like this drippy, you know, vima zipping goose. Ooh, it's like a Mediterranean placenta. Ooh, it's like a, um, it's like a, a red sea snot. Ooh, disgusting. It's like a, 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 a strait of Gibraltar. Um, Gross. It, it, the, 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 the damselfish, the, the, the hagfish, disperses this gooey gunk that reminds me of a, of a, of a black sea projectile. Oh my gosh, this, this, this hagfish disperses when endangered fear. Sort of out of its nature, scientific nature, that to the naked eye looks like Arctic Circle ejaculation. Oh no! Oh, gross! This is this disgusting. The the, the the hagfish, actually, this this hagfish, actually has a, a projectile that comes out of it that when held up to the nude eye, it, 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 when oxygen exposed to it, actually looks like 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 a, a permafrost dead sea jism. Welcome to Cutting Edge Radio, everybody. Squid up looks like Crystal Lake. Come. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Tweet us at the podcast. Let's go podcast. Got a new guy. Feliz Miércoles Taco Dia. Happy Taco Tuesday. It's the new giveaway at the Podcastles, Nerd35. If yes. you tweet us tweet up. at the underscore of the pod, the underscore Podcastle, we'll send you a taco. Granted, it is from a food truck and we'll probably have some gnats on it when it arrives, but it's free and it's yours. John, we got a real dilly of a show tonight. A real dilly. We have uh, Mike uh, Trampe from Mad Management. And uh, we have uh, uh, Payne One, DJ Payne. Like uh, I gotta make a reference about about uh, Sergeant. What is it? What was the Sergeant Payne? What oh, uh, Major Payne. Yeah, David Wayans. Where he eats like the cupcake filled with X lax, and then he farts, and he's like, "I'm tough," and you're like, "Damon Wayans." So we're gonna. I'm gonna crowbar that in there with just movies. I love. Uh, I loved in Major Payne in the beginning when he's like actually in war. And he comes upon like a fellow soldier whose legs yes. blown off, and he's like, "You know, I know a trick to help you with the pain in your leg." He's like, "Oh, anything! Oh, please, anything to take the pain away." And he goes, "Okay, give me your hand. You may feel a little bit of pressure." <laughs> and he just breaks one of his fingers. Ah, <laughs> oh, my finger! Hey, you don't my care about fin- your leg now, do you? My finger! My <laughs> finger! Oh God! That was on the other night, Major oh, Payne. I, I didn't watch that. 
I didn't watch it because it was like halfway over. But if it was starting, I would have. I I should revisit that. I think I only saw it like twice. Oh, that was a movie that I used to watch. You know, it was one of those every weekends for a while. Ah, yeah, let's yeah, watch yeah. Major Pain. Ah, let's watch Major Pain. John, it's your your <coughs> sister's graduation party. They even know that's uh, age wise incorrect. She's the older. No, I'm watching Major Pain's on. Bit of a continuity error. So we're going to be patching through uh, Mike Trampe and DJ Payne coming through right now. And um, it's going to be fun, man. We're going to see what kind of things we uh, can get into. Mike is, I'll let him talk about it more, but he is a uh, entrepreneur who owns Mad Management and is responsible for the uh, development of the accolades of uh, many a many a fine um, artists. And yeah. uh, we're going we're gonna to patch them through. And they apparently and- get emails daily from, oh, I can't wait for this. from, from quote-unquote aspiring hip-hop artists who want to sign with their label or with, have them produce them. I, I don't know the details, but the... Make e- me the, famous. The emails, right. The emails these guys get are... Uh, it's like, how did they... How did this person emailing them make it through grade school? Right. Yeah, what happened? What's going on? We're going we're gonna to patch them through. Mike, are you, are you with us, sir? Yes, sir. I am here. Hey, man. Welcome. Thanks welcome. for being on the show tonight. Hey, man. I appreciate you guys having me. Anytime. I just uh, trumped you up a little bit um, just based on the information that the, the intelligence I have, which is limited, that uh, you are the uh, creator, the owner and the founder of Mad Management. Correct. And um, your job is to cultivate and manage uh, artists, primarily of the... Um, Hip hop persuasion genre. Yeah, so I actually only manage one artist, which is crazy because a lot of people think um, I'm like this guy who manages multiple people. But um, I manage a lot of different brands, marketing and social media and creatives and stuff like that. So uh, cool. the manage the management actually stems from may uh, uh, stands for music artists and distribution, and it actually stems uh. to um, basically I manage certain aspects of a brand's you know, of a brand in general, but uh, with an artist, an artist's career. So, like, whether it's running their advertising campaigns or coming up with creative ideas for songs, I kind of do it all. I've done everything in the music industry from rapping, producing, owning a studio, managing, of course, uh, working at hip-hop, blogs. It's So I, I've covered it all, so I can kind of do everything. So it's, it's, You're uh, a conglomerate man. of multifaceted yeah. social media and uh, media interfaces that you're uh, you're in charge of. And, and what is MAD... I know it's spelled like Kendrick Lamar. What what is it? What does it stand for? Management. It's music, artists, and distribution. M A D. Nice. And what's it, what's, uh, what's crazy that you bring up Kendrick is I worked with Kendrick in 0809. Um, I helped. Oh, I nice. Helped him, I helped him with um, not even really him. I was helping J Rock. J Rock was signed to I believe um, Warner Brothers at that time, and he had that song out with Little Wayne. Yeah. And um, I got I got linked up with those guys, and I was doing promo for them, and they had this young artist named K Dot. It was only like 17 at the time, and uh, I had a producer friend, um, a guy I actually went to Wissahickon. Hi, John. Oh. Um, so he's a local guy, and nice. he made this beat, and I was trying to get J-Rock on the beat. And so J-Rock was like, yeah, for all the work you've done, I'll just give you the verse for free. I was like, all right, cool. So he laid the verse, and then he's like, yo, K-Dot wants to get on. And I'm like, all right, that's cool, I guess. Like, I didn't really know a lot about him, so he got on, and that was literally 
like two weeks beforehand, he changed his name from K dot to Kendrick Lamar because they rebranded his whole this whole shit. So his whole what? thing. That's amazing, man. That's incredible. He's on top of the game. He's he's number yeah. one right now. He's, 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 he's st- he still follows me on Twitter too, which is crazy. I remember I was like his thirty third follower or something. Like if you go through his followers, you'd see him follow me. Really oh early yeah, on. it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah, I, I I like when when I get um, and he would probably follow you anyway at this point just because of of your yeah, athletes. I would, I would hope so. <laughs> but but I I have a few followers that you know living in Los Angeles that followed me before they came famous and they never updated their account. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, I got these guys and this guy yeah. and, and him and like I'm we're pretty tight. And it's like, but they don't respond to your tweets. I'm like, yeah, they don't have to. <laughs> they don't have to. But that's great, man. That's awesome. We're we're jazzed to have you and we have um. DJ Payne on uh, Payne one uh, Payne one on the show, and um, I'm gonna patch him through. I, I added him in, but it looks like he's he's away right now, so uh, I'll just keep trying to get him in here. But um, I'm gonna tell oops. him to sign off and sign back on. Is he one? Now he's your 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 primary client that you're referring to. Yeah. So me and Payne, it's uh, it's it's kind of crazy. We have a working relationship, but it's kind of like an unsaid working relationship, in my opinion. He probably will agree. But I've met him like eight nine years ago, maybe. And we were trying to do some showcases for upcoming hip hop artists um, across the country. Me and my boy Jay Hatch, and we just met Payne on Twitter, and he said, "Come out to Madison, Wisconsin." We're like, "What's out there?" It's colleges and Bratwurst, but we're there, so we went out there. Sounds good. Bratwurst. Did some shows. Yeah, we did some shows, and it was crazy. And we've just been friends ever since. And he's a he's a huge music producer. He's worked with, you know, Jeezy, The Game, Meek Mill, a lot of different people. Damn. And, uh, he actually just uh, produced the whole uh, project for my artist that I managed, JTAC. So, and, I, and I've helped him. I've gotten some of his music on TV shows, a lot of different stuff. So, like, we kind of just help each other out. And it's kind of a, you know, mutual relationship in this music thing. So, and I consider my friend. He's a good guy. Good guy, man. And good story, too. Congratulations with everything. When you said bratwurst, I think I, I would have had an ADHD moment going to Wisconsin where I just would have been looking for the best bratwurst. Yeah. And, and then three days later, I, I get these missed calls. It's like, where were you? It's like, I was eating a bratwurst. And that would have <laughs> been the I was in Wisconsin. What do you think I was supposed to do? What, what, what do you think? I'm drinking beer. Yeah. Eat cheese. So, but that's cool. Yeah, no, my, Payne's a good guy, man. I don't know if he's getting on or not, but he's got some, some of the stories I get are crazy, but... He deals. He's a producer, so he deals with actually more rappers than I probably do on a daily basis. So I can just imagine some of the stuff he gets. I've heard a lot of it, but you've heard a lot. And then John and I have um, invoked this story recently. Uh, the first, okay, so you went you went to to St. Jude back in the day. Yeah, for one year. So I went there as well, but I was I was I was only there like sixth grade, and 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 I was really curious talking to John. To get to know more about your life and you know your social security number, I mean your life. And, and things. But John Blood referenced type. this story, and I saw this this image that you posted about some text messages that you get um, from people that they just hear you're a manager, so they all assume like, "Let me spam you with my shit because I need to get signed." You know Jimmy Iovine. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike. Kind of do, which is funny, but go ahead. <laughs> I did it. I did it. I did a rap demo about three years ago, so I'll just forward you that, and then if you can just have some paperwork tomorrow, just sign me, because like, you know, you need to manage me now, right? Is it kind of the gist of some of these, some of these tech? Are these texts too? Do people actually, do strangers text you asking to be signed? Yeah, yeah. They, I get no emails. Uh, emails. Emails. Okay. Twitter, Instagram. The one I posted the other day was from Instagram uh, direct messenger. But no, I have people text me too. 
and they call me too. Somebody called me the day after Christmas. No lie, they called me the day after Christmas, <laughs> at like twelve yeah. o'clock in the afternoon, and said, "I looked you up. I found your number. I don't know how they found my number. I guess it's listed with my business. I got to change that." But yeah, called me and just kind of like demand, not demanded, but kind of was just like trying to coerce me into like working with them and checking them out. I'm like, "Yo, it's the day after Christmas I'm with yeah, my pre- family. Like, what is wrong with you?" Yeah, it's, nobody's working now. It's the holidays, so I guess they see. <laughs> They see mad management out there, and they find your site, and they 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 just say they see music industry and everything you do, uh, and your site looks great, by the way, too. Um, oh, and they're just hey, like, thank you. It's 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 dated, dude. It's like three years old. Ah, uh, it's a lot better than than most. And so they probably are like, well, I'm just gonna spam in my demo, and that's it. You know. Yeah, it's it's not it's not the way to go about it at all. Right. And um, yeah, we get a lot of inquiries. If you actually Google, I mean, and I encourage everybody to do it, make sure it's not just on my end, but if you Google hip hop manager or rap manager, Mad Magic comes off up like first or second. Oh wow. So you can see the SEO is the super SEO. high. Yeah. Yeah. So Trampy, did you ever get an email from one of these? <laughs> All right, I'm back. I don't know what happened. Did you ever get an email from one of these guys and actually entertain them? Uh, yeah. What's going on here? Where did Trampy go? Uh, we lost him. Oh. Maybe, 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 he, maybe he thought we were going to spam him with... Uh... Keeps, no, he keeps kicking me off. Every like couple seconds, he just kicks uh, me off. It's weird. That's Trump. He doesn't like hip-hop. <laughs> yeah. He, he doesn't Damn like... Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you do. You come up fourth for if you if you Google hip hop management. That's incredible, man. That's some amazing SEO. Nice. Whoever company is doing that, or maybe it's organic. It's great. Yeah, uh, organic. I wanted to know. Yeah, I haven't hired anybody to do any of that. That's I amazing, want, man. I wanted to know if Thank he you. if he ever uh, like entertained one of these random yes. crappy emails, but they had a demo, and you're like, ah, what the hell? Today I'll just press play, and it kind of kind of caught your ear. Yep. There's a, there's a dude who's actually huge, huge right now, a dude named um, Russ. I think his name's like Russ. Yeah. That's all he goes by is Russ. Look him up. I think it's R-U-S-S. He, should, he probably should rank pretty high, and he's a pretty big artist now. But he used – I think it was him and his producer. Russ. But it was Morris' producer maybe, a guy named – I don't know how to pronounce the name, but it's D-I-E-M-O-N. I think it was his name. Demon. Demon. Yeah, he would oh, he yeah. would send us stuff to Hip Hop DX like every day and be like, fuck you. You better listen. Oh, can I curse on here? Yeah. You can oh, say whatever like, you want. Yeah, oh. he's like, fuck, fuck you, listen to my shit. Like, if you don't listen to my shit, go fuck yourself. Just, like, crazy shit to get uh, people's reactions. That's the way I'm to do like, it. Yeah, I'm like, dude, this dude is crazy. But his music was unbelievable. So it's like, fuck, his music's great, but he's a complete asshole. <laughs> he's an asshole. Post the shit, and the dude's huge now. So That's I mean, why you need a manager. You, artists, a lot of times, they can't represent themselves because they're, they have too many quirks, too many eccentricities. They, they need a manager with a suit that can say, one thing. let me get you in the door, and here's what we're going to do. You're great, but you don't talk to these people. Right, you know, you're going to gonna offend everybody. Exactly. That, that guy's a one in a couple million shot, man. So I okay. wouldn't encourage artists to do that. Just in case there's any artists listening and just i wouldn't it's not a good way of doing things that's, that's our that's our whole audience it's just unsigned rap artists too so <laughs> that's it but yeah but you have but you have uh you get these 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 requests and some are pretty good i guess some some are okay but but overall um it's tough to probably weed through them right you probably get so many i mean you have a good ear for it is it time consuming to just go through all these yeah like how do you know to like look for that one in a, in a million or are you really just going skimming through it all 
skimming through it, man, really quick. I only really dive into stuff if it's, you know, sent to me from, like, a personal friend. So say you hit me up and we're like, yo, man, like, even though we don't talk, you know, as much as I talk to, you know, other people, family, friends, stuff like that, you can still hit me up if they're not talking for three years and be like, yo, I got something. I really think you should check this out. I would check it out because I would trust your opinion and, you know, having that personal relationship. But uh, most of the time, man, I just can't get through it. It's just too much. Um, And I can weed out the stuff quick. No subject lines. Just like horrible grammar. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I just for the humor of it. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, man. So like, funny. Even in my earliest days in the music industry, I never did anything like that. So, I mean, like, yeah. people chalk it up to being an amateur. Or, oh, you should educate these people. And that's what I try to do with these emails. Like, it's funny, but at the same time, I try to be like, don't do this and do this. Right. So, there's still like a learning right. aspect yeah. to it. That's, that's why I kind of, it, it stuck with me. I was like, Trampy's not throwing these people under the bus like you're a fucking moron, like who who is your English teacher. It's like, yo, here's an example of like the non-professional approach just really not working out. So when in doubt, just be professional and and that, that won't hurt you. Yeah, I do it for the people who get it and will get it. You know what yeah. I mean? Because there's always going to be that select few, and I shouldn't even say select, probably a large percentage of people who yeah. will never get it. And that's it is what it is. But a lot right. of people have come to me and been like, yo, I saw this, or I saw you posted this email or this. And like, I used to do that, but like, I changed my approach, and this blog actually hit me back, or this person hit me back, and now we're working on this or that. And it's, I'm happy to see that. That's the you, whole point of doing it. You see what sticks, what, what, what doesn't, what works. Right. Exactly. What, what people respond to, you know, it's good to change the game a little bit, change your game, and and uh, you know, instead of just blind copying a million management companies and going out there, you put a little time into it. You know, you do some research, you be uh, a little more original as opposed to you know, yo, check out my demo. I got some <laughs> shit going yeah. on, dude. dude. It's crazy, man. Do it's you have some crazy examples? What people say. Well, I have the one that I posted the other day. Like that's the, you know, it's the newest one for. The, I mean, I've gotten others since then, but it's not. A lot of them aren't as good. You know, not some as juicy. Are, yeah, some are just real corny. You know what I mean? Like just like, yo, what's up, man? I make music. I'm the next biggest thing out. Like stuff like that. But like, on this one, where was it? Some of them just make you. Angry. Yeah, do you ever get? Do you ever get just an email? It's like, hey, what's going on? And how you doing? And then you're like, fine. And then then the pitch comes. Like they try to bait you with one, and they go, <sighs> by the way. Kind of recorded a demo of uh, Illmatic uh, uh, last weekend. Just, just hear my. Do you ever get people that send other people's shit? Like, what am I supposed oh, to yeah. do? Oh yeah, all Covering. the time. You know, here, here's, oh. here's, here's the Eminem show uh, that I did. It's like, oh. but, but I can't do anything with this because it's not yours. Do you ever get those? Oh yeah, all the time. Not, really? not as recent. Not as recent though. That, that was years ago when the people. You gotta remember, like Fifty Cent was like the king of the remix, right? So like late right, right. late '90s, early 2000s, that was like big. Like he made other people's songs better, in my opinion. So sure. that kind of that kind of, I think he did. I think he made. I actually did a whole article on like 20 songs that he did better than the original. Who you talking Couple about? Them are, Fitty? No, Fit, Fifty Cent. Fitty. Oh, Fitty. Not, yeah, not yeah. Diddy. Fitty. <laughs> so yeah. So um, but yeah, that's so in that like those years after it, like, like probably when I started Hip Hop DX, like '07. Up until like probably 2010 ish. Like, I haven't got them in a while, but yeah, we used to get a lot of that stuff. It's interesting when you get that. Dude, I, oh. I smell I, this. I smell like weed so bad right now. And I don't smoke weed, but somebody gave me some oils today that had cannabis in it and they're supposed to soothe your joint. So I put what? a lot on. And it's it's coming through my pores now. And I'm getting, it just, it smells like, and I don't smoke pot, but it just smells, it smells awful. It smells sweet, but it smells like, it smells like the people that are submitting. 
demos to Mike over here. You know, I just smell like that's cool. If they, got, if they got some weed, man, they can send the weed too. And yeah, send the, the weed, man. <laughs> it's, it's legal here. We can we can just ship ship out some pounds to you. No one checks. Clark, um, no, ha- they check. Have your joints been aching? A little bit, but I but From probably what? more in my head just so I can use it. <laughs> That's not fun. exercising. Some of some of uh, Mad Management's credentials here. Um, some of the work is uh, uh, you got some cool stuff on your site. Um, there's one that sticks out to me, and it's it's Nelly in a convertible. Oh um, yeah, that was you, that was. Is that a social media campaign? Is that pimp juice. That was for um. What the hell was that? That's that number one. That was a while ago. That was probably six years ago, five years ago, maybe. That was for a campaign that he did with Ford, I believe. And uh, I was hired by an agency that was working with Ford to get blog placements and stuff like that. So I just helped with that. So. Is, th- is that why in, the, in his video, that. Just a Dream, he prominently displays uh, a Mustang like throughout the whole video? Yes. Like, he's in the sky with them. And I thought it was interesting for a rapper. I'm like, why doesn't he have like a Bentley or a Ferrari? But right. he's got a Ford Mustang. And it's a that's- nice car. But that's, uh, that's, that makes sense. That's product placement, baby. Yes, it wasn't like Snoop, <laughs> yeah, Snoop right. in the six fo with the with the you know the hydraulics. It was Nelly in a brand new Ford, uh, you know, and the lo- the logo right. was like smack in the front of the screen. The entire music video it was like yeah, he's worth like fifty a, million, and he's driving the Ford commercial for the Ford here. And then that's yeah. too funny. The, but the product placement, and uh, there's another one too here. It's. Um, so these are social. These are campaigns that you've done. These are work that you were involved in at some point. Correct. Yep. In some aspect, you got quite the quite the credentials, sir. That's not. Uh, I appreciate that. That's not even half it. Like I said, that's like I have not updated my site in like three years. Sometimes when you focus uh, all your time and energy and creative on yeah. like other people's stuff, man, you tend to leave your stuff last. And like I'm trying not to do that. Like I'm in a position now where I want to focus more on my stuff and more creative ideas and partnerships and i'm starting to hire people underneath me to kind of you know delegate and do certain things and build a good team because you can't really do anything without a good team so i've been kind of doing everything by myself for the most part team so, i get it yeah absolutely yeah sometimes when you do it on your own for too long you expand and you can't you know spin all the plates at the same time right absolutely it's tough it is tough. I, found, I found one of those emails though Oh, dude! Let's hear it. Let's Slice it. This is the one that I posted the other day. It says, "This is an Instagram DM actually." A, it's spelled A Y. You gonna be my manager? Your thing said management, and I rap. <laughs> and I rap. And his rap name and his Instagram is little little Kano. Kano. Q A Y N O. Little Kano. Sounds like a like sounds like a know. plant, like a like an or, organic gluten free plant. If you Can see, I, is that with Kano? If you see an aspiring rap artist with Lil in front of their name, do you simply move on at this stage? There's is there just too many? There's Lils? too many. Yeah, I, Lil Lil. Every year, if you look at the Double XL freshman cover and you look at these lists of new upcoming artists, or even you even go on a hip, any hip hop, even not even hip hop blog, Billboard, Noisy, all these places that cover like different types of media, you're gonna see a rapper in the headlines that has Lil. So like every year, there's a new Lil something. So it's like hard to tell people to not use that name. Lil Dick. But every year, there's a new one that's getting some type of clout and like fame in the industry, which is just. I don't know, man. Well, you, well, you, 
Probably tell me. Yeah, remember when it, it came out? It was like there was like little Bow Wow, and Lil you're Bow. like, all right, he's little because right. he's like he's like Snoop Dogg's protege. And then it was right. little John, and you're like, all right, and it was like little Wayne, and then you're like, all right, little so Wayne. there's a lot of Lils, and then then they kind of spilled down the uh, you know out of the gutter, just so many of them. I thought Lil Dicky was like the end of it. I thought like you know he's like a comedian rapper. That that's, that's it. My guy. The name is done. Yes, from Philly. He's amazing. But I Did thought that was it. With him? No. Yeah, I interviewed him like three or four years ago, man. Before he blew up, my barber in Northeast Philly. When I was living in like Northeast Philly, he told me about him, and I'm like, he's like, you hear the white dude from Philly, the, nice. the funny rapper. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, because I'm I work in I consider myself working in the industry, so I hear about a lot of stuff, and I was like, wait, what? So I was kind of like, hmm. So I went home and looked, and I was like, damn, this dude's kind of dope. And I just reached out to him and said, I want to interview you. He's like, all right, let's do it. And that was that's it. legit, man. It's He's the way a, to do it. A white Jewish rapper from Philly, and Clark. There's no, there is Little no, schmackle. there is no funnier rapper out there. Oh really? Yeah, I can't believe you don't know about him. Visually, too, man. His visuals are insane. He's a visual <laughs> rapper because I was just talking about this man. to my friend. I listened to his album, and I'm like, eh, eh. Right. Give me his videos. I'll sit here and watch eight of them in a row. Like, yes. Just, he's a visual rapper, and that's he told me in the interview. Like, he said, I don't even, like, I don't even want to do rap, really. He's like, I want to be, like, he wants to be, do, like, comedy and movies Sketches. and TV shows. Yeah. So yeah. he's using rap to get in the door to do that. So you're going to see him transition you, you into see, more film stuff. That That's interesting to see. I'm, I'm going to check him out. You see a lot of that. For example, the, the Epic Rap Battles of History guys, um, if you just listen to their music, you'd be like, ah, it's, it's okay. There's some, there's some funny lines. But when you see the, the videos and how much they put into it, it's really appealing. Mm-hmm. And when you talked about they're using rap as a as a thing, um, the, quite the opposite in L.A. I have a lot of friends that that use comedy to get into rap. Like they want to be rappers. Uh, for example, my friend Zach Zach Sherwin, um, really funny dude. You gonna uh, send me his demo? I, I he's already emailed to you this morning, and he, he's he's gonna he's gonna call you probably around two your time. Uh, but he's using he's a comedian, but he's a, he's a great rapper. But he's a he's a he's a Jewish guy with. You know, he's got like funny hair. He's, he's you know, he's a good looking dude. But, he's not but very gangster. He, he can't come out gangster or else they'd be like, what a joke. So he's using comedy as a way to really, he's a, he's a rapper fronting as a comedian. And you see a lot of that where it's like, you know, they're not just going to start cutting rap demos because people wouldn't take them seriously. So they're using uh, comedy as an angle to get him to do it. Dude, yeah. gangster rap's not even really a big thing now. No, like, it's now, not. Like it's I didn't even it's know transitioned it to a lot of different types of genres within hip hop and rap. Like, right. I, I, I mean, there's still gangster rappers. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. But you just see a lot more like grungy looking rappers, and there's a lot of hipster looking. Yeah, the youth is kind of changing what the modern day rapper looks like. And like again, if- there's. Yeah, there's still boom bap rappers and all that type of stuff because, you know, their uncles or dads or brothers or whatever have right. taught them about the music. So they kind of want to go that lane. Like, there's still all different types of young rappers. But what you see in mainstream media a lot is these younger kids kind of have a different style and look than, you know, I'd say probably our age group did when we were growing up. So, and yeah, but they still, but every song they're not, you know, talking about like 40s and shooting up somebody because the demographics, yeah. like what works today is that, like, would it be as popular? In like 1996, as it they just they just like to rap about turning up, man, and getting shit lit. Like that's all they yeah. They like like to just wild out, man. I think it's because these kids have a lot of aggression built up from all the meds they've been being fed their whole lives of Paxil 
yeah. and this, that, and the other. We're a highly medicated, you know. Sounds like a good uh, cocktail. It, yeah, it does. But <laughs> I'm telling you, I feel like all these young kids got a lot of energy and anger, man. So I think they turn into the music. A lot of pent up rage. And they don't understand the value of a dollar because the generation that, that raised them, you know, made money. And they're like, I don't get it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. I'm like an adult. What happened? Uh, fuck this shit. I have nothing to Bentley. complain about, really. Buy a Bentley. What's, uh, what's DJ Payne saying over here? I noticed on your, I found a mistake on your site. Thank you. Can you, can you please let me know what it is? You said, it says, Michael Mike Tramp is a rising media entrepreneur, promoter, speaker, accomplished marketer, and social media director. You need to scratch rising, sir, because you've already you've already made it. You're already risen. Oh shit! I'm You're a mogul shit. at this point with all these. Credentials. Oh yes. You know what? You know what's crazy? I had a. I you don't had need a... to say rising. You're already there. You've made it. Well, thank you. Risen. Well, it's not crazy, but I had a new bio actually written probably like two months ago, and I still haven't put it on the site. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I paid to have this bio you, written. You don't, you're too busy. <laughs> you, that's what your assistant's for, you know. You yes. get an intern to do that. You're above See, updating your own that, site. Man. I, I, I update like our own site. You don't do that. You're above that, sir. You need to. Uh, it's tough to do that, man. I don't know. I hate delegating. I'm, I'm just learning. I'm learning to delegate. It's I, hard, man. It's yeah. weird. I couldn't do it. I'd be like, is that okay if you do? I mean, if you don't want to, I can do it. If you don't want to do it, I can. I mean, I don't. I, I don't, my fears would in that if you know I'm in that situation. I'm not coming off like I don't want to be like that boss that's just like you need to get this done. I'd be like, well, we can do this together, and we'll get yeah. a beer afterwards. You know, exactly. Like I don't want to turn into a dickhead. Right. That's what I think all bosses are, just dickheads. I want to, you know, work with you. That's why a team's important, man. You gotta trust the people. It's I've worked with people in the past, and they've just let me down. So like my trust is real low. Uh -huh. So, but I finally, you know, found some good people recently, and things are looking up and up. So we'll see. Best best rapper today in in the game. Who do you, who would you say? I know like, it's a just, tough question, but just like overall in, skill. Oh, like rapping skill? Definitely. Uh, I still got to stick with Royce the five nine. Oh, he's the best. Oh. I agree, hundred percent. In fact, um, the bad, bad versus. I think Eminem's the best of all that, time. So. Just talking about that. The bad versus evil collaboration he does with Eminem. Those albums. Uh, he's just so so tight, and I love Detroit. I think it's great that he's you know he's a city guy from there. He's just so underrated. That's the he only word that on, comes to he mind. He was on Eminem's first, well, not his first <laughs> album, but he was on Slim Shady LP. And then mm -hmm. they had they had like a yeah. falling out. Uh, you know really? why? Right? No, no, I can't remember the details. I, yeah, why? I can, I can give you an accurate story. I, yeah. I don't want to say I don't want to say it's 100% factual just because I wasn't there obviously, so I never want unless I'm somewhere personally, I won't ever say it's fact. So, it's just kind of what I heard through the grapevine is Dre wanted to sign M and Royce, and basically, Dre didn't get along with Royce's manager, um, the guy who still manages him to this day. So Dre was kind of like, it's either you sign with M and you know Aftermath, uh, Interscope, or whatever they were at that time, and get rid of that manager, or you can just see you later. So he was like, see you later. I've been with my manager since day one. I'm not leaving him, and that's kind of what happened. They went their separate ways. Wow. Stuff started happening, you know what I mean? Like they had some bad beat, like bad blood, and just you know what I mean. So that's what I heard. I don't, yeah, I don't know See, if that's a hundred percent fact, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty close to the facts. If not, if fact. it existed at the time, if he had mad management, a problem that contract wouldn't have been signed. There would be no problem. Wouldn't have dealt with it, dude. That's a, that's a funny story. Interesting. No drama. Yeah. So here it even gets crazier. So the Royce's uh, Royce's manager's wife 
is a girl named Kim, Kim Osario. I worked with her on a reality show on BET, but she was the former editor-in-chief, or if she wasn't the editor-in-chief, she was just like the head of the whole source during that period when the source was beefing with Eminem. So it got even crazier with that. There's actually a song, Eminem. Uh, it's Eminem, who is it? Eminem, Obi Trice, 50, and Lloyd Banks. Uh, I think it's called you all, We All Die One Day. And he says, um, he's like, he says, get fucked like him Osario. You don't ask me, go ask me real. We've been burning fucking source covers on Cypress Hill. I the know 90s. that song. Yes. Yeah, and then at the end, him and 50 like, ha, 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 sorry, Kim. You think he's talking about his wife, but it's not. That, he's talking about Kim. I and thought he was talking about his wife. Oh. Um, Kim, Kim's actually a friend of mine. I just talked to Kim like three days ago. She's doing a lot of cool stuff in, in the industry, and she's a cool girl. Like, I have no problem with her. But, yeah, she I bought her book and read the whole thing, so I know a lot from all that. Doing your homework. Yeah, What's that, man? Yeah, you got it, man. You got it. So. You got to stay topical. That's that's pretty dope, though. That's cool. That's That's what you want to hear. But to be honest, when that song was out, I didn't know all this because it was 2003. I thought when he said like Kim Osario, I thought he was like, like an African king or something. Yeah, <laughs> like that's so, like Kim Osario. Yeah, Osorio, maybe like a boxer. Like it had like a cool like ring to it, and I don't know. Like it's just I didn't know what it meant. And then I met her on set of this show, and someone was like, "Oh, that's the girl like who got this by Eminem." I'm like, "That's the situation." And I heard, I'm like, "Oh shit!" And then I asked her about it. Got I, go, I did, and I showed on Amazon, like, I bought your book, it's coming. And she told me the story, so it was crazy. That's pretty funny. Let me ask you this, too. You, okay, so Royce 5'9 is, is, you think, on top of the game, uh, skill-wise. Uh, I'm not going to ask you who the most overrated is, because I know that's bad for business. But oh, I'll tell you who I think the most overrated is. Who? Can you? Who? Yeah, because I would love to know who you think's been around that just overrated and, and really shouldn't be up there. Oh shit! Who's been around? Hmm. Oh no, just just overrated. Period. Right now in the game, who's a rapper that you know what really just shouldn't be there because they're they're just too fucking overrated. Hmm. Is there anyone overrated right now? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Just I got to think. Is... I don't mind telling you. I just got to think of who I think it is off the top. I'm not sure. I mean, there's plenty of people that I'm just like, oh shit, man. I have to think about this one. Hip hop's in a good spot right now, though. There's a lot of talented. You know, a lot of people that actually write their own, you know, as you know, write their own lyrics and, and yeah. that are pretty tight. Um, I'll tell you who I think the most overrated is of all time. Yeah, you started off. Let me see who you think. I got I get a lot of shit for this. But I think Lil Wayne is just awful. I just think the voice and what he does. I get it. He could spit. He could spit some lyrics pretty good at times. But overall, he just sounds like a cancer patient. He sounds like a guy with a... A thing in his throat, and I know it's an effect, but I just, I just, I never, I've never got into his music, and I, I listen to a lot of rap music and from different eras, and I try to respect it, I, I, and I've tried to listen to him. I just can't see why this guy has has made it big. I mean, Eminem, you know, made fun of him on on a track they did together, kind of for that reason. He, it's just, do you, do you agree with me? Do you think he's he's overrated, or do you think he's he's a craftsman? He's a coxman. No, I think Lil Wayne, I think Lil Wayne's like, uh, when it comes to actual rapping, it's like a bipolar rapper. Like, so you'll get one Wayne one day and you'll get another Wayne the other day. And I don't know if that's due to drug use. I don't know if that's due to a lot of lot, different things. I really don't know. Purple track. A lot of lean. A lot of exactly. lean. Exactly. So, and, I mean, the guy's had numerous seizures that it's been on record. So it's oh. not like he's hiding anything. So, um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah right, no, right. I, I think totally. I think Wayne is definitely an innovator, though, man. Like he yeah. he's kind of built his own sound and style. So I have a lot of respect for him and what he's brought to the culture and just the music overall. I wouldn't call him one of my favorite rappers to listen to. You won't really catch me listening to him a lot. But there's some right. songs I like. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd say overrated. I would probably say just not really my cup of tea. Well, oh, very well, well put. I kind of agree. I, I never bought any of his albums, but. Every once in a while, he'll show up on a song, and it's not like he sounds amazing, but the the play on words in his lyrics are always kind of clever. You know, like he'll use homonyms and synonyms. Yeah. You know, like he he he's an intelligent Adam. writer. I think, yeah. So that part, I but for overall, it's not like I put him on when I'm like getting ready to party. <laughs> right, and maybe overrated is a bad word. I just I just can't get into him where I'm just like I don't. There's just so much better. It felt like for a while he was the only, the only thing in hip hop for a while. When Eminem kind of like vanished, it was like, well, we've got Little Wayne at least. <laughs> <laughs> to the rescue! Yeah, yeah. yeah. They they had a good run, man. And then yeah. M came back, and everybody thought M was gonna roast them all, but then put them on the song. So right, yeah, right, right. no recovery. Totally different move. That's what M does, man. He just got in the studio or about to get in the studio with Two Chains next, man. That's the, I don't know if you heard that. That came out like yesterday. The oh day no, before. nice. Yeah, Two Chains posted a picture of him and M. Does he He's have an due, album man. coming out anytime soon, Trampy? Do you know? Yeah, I think there is. I think I read something about an album coming out. I can't remember where. You know who showed me? I think yeah, who's a bigger Eminem fan than anybody I know, man. And honestly, like I'm in the industry and I read a lot of news and a lot yeah. of stuff. Like, this, this guy surprises me and sends me shit. Like, did you hear about this? I'm like, what the fuck? No, let me. <laughs> Garvin, dude. Garvin, Garvin knows more about Eminem and Royce probably than I do. Man. Colin, he's, he's like, yeah, man. He's yeah. like the biggest Eminem fan fan in the world. Uh, really? I know Colin Garvin. Yeah, that's my boy, man. That's my brother. Love that nice. Kid. I think I've known Colin Garvin since he was born. John. I know John better. Yeah, how's John Garvin doing? Uh, Two (laughs) kids, I think, now? Two kids now? He lives up in uh, East Strasburg, I believe. Oh, when you said, uh, I thought it was a I know. opium den. I was trying to remember if it was one kid or two kids. My He's he's like that guy on Silicon Valley. He's in an (laughs) opium den in Tibet disappearing because he's just so out there. He's great. He's a great dude. All right, man. Uh, thank you so much for your time. I, I, you know, anything else you want to talk about, by all means. But I know we've taken a lot of your time, and I just want to always just say you're always welcome to come on. This has been man. maybe one of the, the most fun, if not the fun, interview we've had, man. This was awesome. This was great. I ain't got nothing to do. I'm just playing FanDuel and watching my scores suck. <laughs> I'm making some side cash, some side boob. Yes, sir. I'm That's sorry, uh, DJ Payne didn't. Uh connect he, he's just got to update his skype and then he'll be able to get on next time i was talking to him for a second when i connected with him just saying like hey you know we're going to be coming on soon and he was responding so i don't know if uh if he just lost connection or he needs to up, update his skype right here though i'm looking at a sign he sent it says pain one might not receive your call on all their devices as Matthew Clark is calling using an out-of-date version of Skype. So it says, <laughs> you are using an outdated version of Skype. I'm using one. <laughs> yes. Maybe I should update that. I no, wonder, get the up- no wonder you have a swirl going. I always get the time. updates, and I just hit, nope, not doing it. It works fine. I can see you. You can see me. It's like when they had, remember they had AOL and Messenger? Every two weeks, they'd be like, update this. It's like, no, it's fine. We're talking. There's, yeah. 
No features are built in extra. Nothing with the next version of Skype is going to make enhance this this situation. We're going to see your picture. The camera doesn't update. It's the same. Stop it. Stop with your apps and your third-party software. Nerds. Nerds. Fuck you, nerds. So, uh, Mad Management, you can check them out yes. at uh, maadmanagement.com. They promote music. They specialize in blog outreach, social media marketing, and uh, content strategy. Advertising setup with geotargeting, which is always very cool. And um, learn what to do, most importantly, what not to do in the music industry, like blind copy management companies and say, listen <laughs> to my shit. So, yeah. Mike, I want to thank you for being on the show, sir. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you guys even having me. And uh, best yeah, of luck, and we'll have you on soon, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Let me know when the show comes out, man. It'll be out shortly. Awesome. Cheers, man. Thank Thanks, you. Peace, man. Good dude, man. <laughs> what happened? He's a good dude, man. I, I just, yeah, man. I. Uh, it's so crazy. I, I haven't spoken to him in like over a decade. Oh, wow. But like, I think the last time I spoke to him before that was like, you know, six or seven years later. I, I don't know. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's just I hope one I of those did. friends that, you know, come and go, but you'll always, yeah. you always be cool to each other. You always pick up where you left off. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I hope I didn't cut him off too early. I just felt like it was a good time to break because we had like a good solid 30 minutes and uh, yeah. was running out of stuff. No, I felt bad that uh, his uh, DJ Payne didn't get to join us because I, I feel like he had the bulk of those silly emails. But luckily it kind of turned into a a, I, a very knowledgeable conversation. With I thought it was great. I, mm-hmm. it, it's not It's not my Skype, too, because I connected with him earlier and we were, like, talking. So I know it works. And he's offline right now. Or he's away. So I think he just – something happened on his end. Yeah, I know. And my Skype is up to date. I'm what? just not going to be like, no, sir, my Skype update <laughs> is correct. But it's definitely – I just updated it, like, two days ago. So yeah. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I was like, well, Trampy and I are able to connect with you, so – why is our Skype different? It doesn't. It's all, yeah. They would they would force you to do it if you, it would stop you from connecting to people. Like Skype wouldn't just be like, some people you can talk to, some you can't. Lil, Lil Wayne. <laughs> Lil Wayne. Stupid name. We got Lil Wayne here. We got Dots in Yo, here. And didn't Bow, Lil Bow Wow just change his name to Bow Wow? He dropped yeah. a little. He See, he knew to move on and it was too saturated. Yeah, he knew it was too much. He just, there was another one too, wasn't it? Like it was Lil Wayne, Lil John. There was like Lil, another one around the time that Lil Romeo. That was it, Lil Romeo. Master P's kid or something. Right, right, Lil Romeo. That's the other one I was thinking of, and I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on the dick. Lil was, Wayne, uh, he he can't really drop the Lil. No, no, it can't just be Wayne. It doesn't really work. <laughs> we got Wayne, who the plumber that is has an alcohol problem. No, the rapper who's worth a hundred million dollars with dreadlocks who, who drinks Sizzurp daily. Dude, Sizzurp's disgusting. Johnny and I made that like two years ago. We had the ingredients in the house, and he goes, "Let's make lean." And I was like, "You could make it if you want." We had the codeine and everything, so he made it. It was like the sickest thing ever. I mean, cough syrup, codeine syrup is gross anyway. I would never want to drink that recreationally. Yeah. Oh, but I, I was know, like, I know. it's so disgusting. It's a, really foul. I had a friend bring over uh, 7-Up bottles yeah. that were half-drank, and 
the coat, you know, the coat, whatever the fuck. I don't even know. It's, it's just coating. I'm like, it's just like Vicodin or, 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 or like weed. It's it's just like uh, you just kind of feel fuzzy. Right. I was like, I, I don't need to do that. I don't Th- need to feel 35, fuzzy. I'll just smoke some weed. I don't need to right. drink medically prescribed liquid mixed with my 7-Up. <laughs> fuck. Would you want to take a quick break and come back and talk about the pot plant? I was carting around Los yeah. Angeles. Absolutely. 100%. Squidum. Squidum. At the Underschool Podcast. And follow us on Snapchat at Nerd.35. We're going to take a quick break and we shall return directly. So. Can you either transfer me to the billing department or your supervisor or someone who can help me? I do apologize, sir, but I, my tra- our transfer systems are building are down at the moment. Someone just transferred me to you. How can a transfer okay. system be down? Oh, I do apologize, sir. Our transfer systems are down at the moment. We'll just be getting rerouted back over here, sir, because our transfer systems are down at the moment. And I apologize for the inconvenience, sir. The best option for me to give you is for you to make a payment of seven oh my gosh. to your account, and then you can make payment arrangements for the 20528. I do apologize, but there is a block on your account. You're currently disconnected, sir. Are you just told to just tell me the same thing over and over? So the best option for me to give you would be to go to speak with Billy from Amazing. Just amazing. Well, you guys won't exist in five years anyway, so it's okay. The swamps of Warren, Michigan. <laughs> Rusty, Michigan. The Detroit Giant. <sighs> that always gets me a little exhausted. Yeah, well, you're you're flapping your arms around like a Ugandan, a Ugandan warlord. What is a Ugandan warlord? I guess it's a man who uh, barters with. People's lives to achieve power in an African totalitarian state. Hey, did you hear? uh, (laughs) Did you hear? uh, Nintendo this this week released its news that the SNES Classic is coming out using that old age scam where we're going to keep it going. They were transparent this time too. They said we're going to keep it going till the end of the year. So get yours now while we have in stock. Pay that money. Not going to buy it. Not yeah. going to get it. Yeah, because the Nintendo Classic, they had it out for like six months and now no more. And no more. And people wanted it so much, they just like, now you're not getting it. Get it on eBay for 600 bucks. I was just going to say, they were selling it for like 10 times its value online. 
Why? Which you could buy the games and the original Nintendo for like half that price online anyway. Yes. They're not expensive to get Nintendo games. They're still like $4. Really? You know? Yeah, some of them are expensive from the case, but you can get those old games. I tried to sell my WrestleMania Nintendo game on eBay, and I was like, I'll get like 60 bucks for this. And there was like 100 on there, and it was like $3 is what people were asking. Oh. But there's but the lack of games in the SNES Classic that, first of all, there's only 20 games, and they're not even that good, but two words of why I will not buy the SNES Classic. I mean, I'll still accept it as a gift for the birthday if need be, but two words. I do it. I do it. No. Two words. I don't know that game. NBA Jam. Probably the most, next to Street Fighter, the most iconic Nintendo SNES game is not on there. Wait a minute. You got, Probably because of licensing. But Wait just a minute. It's on fire! I thought SNES, or I mean, I thought NBA Jam was Sega Genesis. It was too, but it was also like one of the biggest sellers on the SNES. And probably because of licensing, all those players, they can't do it. But they, did you see the games? There was like Super Mario uh, World. All right. Mario Kart. Great. Street Fighter. Perfect. But then they're like all these games like Final Fantasy and this. It's like, what about NBA Jam? NBA Jam was, uh, there was, a, I think, like a year and a half to two year span where that was the only game anyone played. Oh, you, play. you play the, you try to do the Sixers. And it was like Sean Bradley. Oh. And, like, but do you remember how fun that game was? That that alone would be worth the eighty dollars to play that. Sean Bradley and Sharon Wright. Yeah, those were the Sixers' dominant forces. The in Bulls the were the best too. Oh, they didn't yeah. have Jordan because of I guess licensing, but they had uh, Rodman, Pippen, oh, yeah. and um, Ho Grant. Yeah, they had Grant, and, then, and but they were like the best team. And then they had uh, the Jazz. I think were pretty good too. The Sonics were really good too. They had like, Son- Sean yeah. Kemp. Sonics were good, but that was like the most iconic game of, of that platform, and they didn't have it. And I don't know, man. What do you think? What, what are your, what is your ginger? My synapses um, would be <laughs> Nintendo, the, red, the regular NES classic. I mean, we got it in 1987. Like, we got it real early in its infancy, and... By the time SNES came out, it's incubation in the NICU, in its maternity, in its hospital ward, in its, in its onesie. In its, it's kind of, how can you tell a gay baby at the hospital? Yeah. He's the one with the pacifier in his ass. How are we doing in here, St. Giles? Yeah, we got it in 1987. So, by the time SNES came out, I was still really into regular Nintendo. And I was like, I mean, why do we need the Super version yet? Like, regular is still going strong. Like, Mario 3 came out last year. Yeah, and there were still, some games were lapping each other. Like, they were still making games for both, so you could get one game on one and the same game on the other. It was... Yes, it was like Ultimate... Basically, but it was like, yo, yeah. uh, this version is enough for me right now. Now you want me to go and reformat my brain with the new handle that's 
kind of the same, but kind of different, kind of cheesy looking. And I just remember the Zelda game. Yes. And me hating it on Super Nintendo. Yeah. But the reviews are like, it's the best Zelda game ever created still to this day. No, no. The new one for the Switch is the best. The what? The new one for the Switch is like the best video game of all time. The Switch. Yeah. That's where you can take it from your TV to your your tablet. To your toilet. To your dick phone. I mean, your phone in the toilet. To your porn processor. Yeah. I just, I'm with you, man. The SNES was, I maybe had... 20 games at most, and I, I played maybe four, and you're like, it just, it didn't, you're, you're like, we're hitting puberty at the time, and I'm like, I'm not really going to spend all this money on video games. Yes, that you was, know? I was just going to say, it came out at a time for me where my video game playing was just becoming less and less because I was more interested right. in boobs. Right, exactly. I wanted to go see uh, Nikki down at McDonald's, or I could watch, uh, I could play Eye of the Beholder in the basement. And then jack off. No. <laughs> to the digital pawn. Yes, to, to Eye of the Beholder. So this monster. Do you think uh, after SNES Mini makes its run that they'll do a GameCube Mini? Um, interesting question. I don't know because that's still not too long ago where – the te- the graphics are a little bit better. I don't know if they could pack them all into one. Oh. But I think they'll do an N64 mini. Absolutely. That, there you go. Was the N64 before the Cube? Yeah, that was like the one in 96, maybe, 97. Yes. The graphics are, had like GoldenEye, you know. I think they'll do that. That, that I never really played. I, I think I got it. My brother had it, and I played GoldenEye because that was like the best first-person shooter, but that was it. I think that was the only game I ever played on that. GoldenEye and Mario Kart are what, like, carried that thing. Yes, and Mario Kart, too. They, like, that was the purpose of making it. But I don't know, man. And the S- tip. Yes, it was just a tip, just a little strange ass. I don't know if I'll, uh, if I'll be down for that. And I'm kind of, I kind of have a bitter taste in my mouth about the, the NES Classic. I mean, I have one, as do you, and Biscardi, which I've never really heard him talk about. Um, Does he have one? I think so. I think he got one. But I never uh, – I think it's in the States, but I, which I don't know why wow. I didn't take that with him. That's, I was right there. That's oh, my time. God. Instead of being on a Maltese boat looking at Popeye. <laughs> I think uh, it left a bitter taste in my mouth because they were so hard to get. Then they discontinued them, and I was kind of like over it. I'm like, yeah, it's good. It's a novelty item to have, but they I, still are old games. And it, you know what it really is? At the end of the day, no matter how good you get, no matter how many levels you beat, it's really just a fucking waste of time. It really is. It's not like, what are you doing? What You're are you not doing anything. Star Fox. You're not doing anything. Like, I don't know what you're improving. Maybe, like, there's, like, a slight eye-hand coordination going on that you're improving that may help you in right. life and brain function, whatever. But for the most part, it's almost like you're just staring at the wall. Yeah, I can switch lanes better in traffic, but for the most part, I just wasted eight hours of my life <laughs> playing playing Mayweather versus McGregor. But How I, amazing was that? It was great that somebody put the time into doing that. John I know. put the video today of uh, 
Mike Tyson's punch out and somebody did an emulator of it was instead of the characters and, and the Nintendo game punch out, it was McGregor versus Mayweather. And even even the in between round banter, it's like you're a little bitch. You were hugging the whole time. And the amazing so, thing is that his name's McGregor, so little Mac. It was like notorious Mac or you know, yeah, it, it well, still worked out. I was like, Oh wow, yeah, McGregor Mac. It's oh, amazing. Mayweather. Or uh so, yeah, McGregor. Uh and finally at the end he just like kicks him. Yeah. He, like gets disqualified. Yeah, he just goes down. Yeah. That's I love funny. it. I love it. But yeah, the SNES classic, man. I don't I don't think we'll be racing the store for that. It'd be cool to somebody had it to play around, like Mario Kart, I think, but eighty bucks just to play literally two games on there. I'm not I don't need I don't need that. Uh, yeah, it's just not not for me. It passed it it was after my time. When it was big, I was already like, eh. Moving on. Yeah, Classics got me for what I need, which is like one game at this stage, maybe two, Mario 3 and uh, Toe Jam and Earl. But after that, I was just... Uh, I was Toe Jam and Earl. I was done. I was, I was done. Toe oh. Jam? Wow. Wow. Oh. So do we want to do a little sports with John and... and uh, Sports with John, John, John. Sports with John, John, John. Sports. I love the Toe Jam and Earl theme. <laughs> Florida has a 6-1 to lead in the top of the ninth over LSU in the College World Series Game 2. If Florida wins, they are the champions. No time for losers. An 87-year-old man fell unconscious in the stands at the College World Series. <laughs> nice. And was unresponsive before he was revived Monday night by the fathers of an LSU starting pitcher and the Hope LSU strength okay. coach. Use CPR. Hope he's all right. Damn. No, he's fine. They revived him. I'm just online talking to hot babes. All day More, long. All day long, I'm just talking to hot babes. Error, your day? error leads to another Gators <laughs> run. LSU's Nick Kumes <laughs> commits an error in the, bottom of the, ball. in the bottom of the second inning, ultimately resulting in another run for Florida, courtesy of Deacon Laputes, RBI single. Best name. I'm gonna name my kid Deacon Poops. Hey, get your poops out of my Deacon. My Deacon's going in your poops. De- Deacon, Deacon Lipoots, Laputs, Lipoots, Lipoots. I I had a friend whose grandfather's name was Dick Hare. Uh, what? His name was Richard Hare, and so that was Dick Hare. You had a real friend named that. No, no, my friend's name is Liam. I'm just blasting his whole name. But his grandfather, which in the, like, when you're born in 1915, 1920, dick hair is not a thing. Well, I mean, it is, but it's not a name. <laughs> so his name is Richard Hare. So he grew up and his name was Dick Hare. And as they got older, it's like, it's Dick Hare. When did uh, Dick become penis? 
I think the 30s. Oh. So still naming your son Richard in like the, well, I guess like the 40s, it wasn't like that big yet. I guess it's acceptable. I mean, I, at the time it was deemed appropriate. Did you hear about the home run derby? Mike Stanton, or uh, I'm sorry, Giancarlo Stanton, current home run derby champion, will be going back to defend his title. The All-Star Game home run derby and all that shit this year is in Miami. Oh, you better get some scalp tickets and head on down to the ballpark. Dude, I would scalp tickets and then turn around and sell them right back to somebody else for three times its worth. Oh, brilliant deception of a plan so it's pretty exciting though you know stanton he plays for the marlins the all the home run derby's in miami he's the defending champ yeah he's gonna he's gonna be in it again so it'll be fun it'll yeah be it'll fun be a good time we'll see if he can win two times in a row i don't know if anyone ever has home run derby's always fun i don't know if i'd ever go sit through one but uh, it's it's cool to watch you know see these guys slug it out it's like true true athleticism let's see what these See what these guys can hit. You yeah. know, that's kind of cool. It's just fun to have them in the background and out of it coincides nowhere. with the All Star game. Yeah. It's like right, here. right. Aren't they always like a day apart? Yeah, it's uh, it's the day before. Day before, right? Oh my god! Uh, I'm going to the Homeland Derby, and I'm going to have a cop salad because that's what I do at the Homeland Derby. There's actually a really exciting game going on right now. Between the Los Angeles Ducks of Mighty Anaheim and the <laughs> Angels. <laughs> I almost got that out in one breath. No, and the Dodgers. The streaking, oh, red-hot, blazing Dodgers, by the way. Dude, it's their time. They've grown up. They are 51-27 and 27 right now. And the, the opposite uh, of the Phillies, who are 24-51. and 51, uh, I think. Someone asked me tonight, we were out to dinner for Heather's uh, sister's birthday, and somebody asked me, hey, John, uh, I know you're like an Eagles fan, but who's like, or in a Sixers fan, who, who's your baseball team? And I was like, wow, not this year, but, <laughs> but normally it's the Phillies. Like this year, I just, I don't even follow them because I just know they're bad. And, and there's yeah. more, there's more teams now that like sucked last year and are good this year. That right. are just more interesting to me than my hometown squad. Like the Strohs. Uh, like the Strohs and the Rockies of Colorado. Rockies are huge right now. And also, too, with the Phillies is obviously we're both big Phillies fans, but they're just so bad. I just kind of wrote this year off like ah, it's a building year. It's kind of not even a building year. It's just a let's just get through this kind of thing. Yeah. And my, my entire social media feed has gone silent. I, I don't think I've seen a Phillies post in like two months no you just don't see it anymore just because they're so bad i mean I, I have the app on my phone that i'll check every every day or so of the score but it's more for the orioles and you know from third place to wh whoever else i uh, the dodgers especially yeah um, just to see like what they're doing because uh, yeah. it's exciting but not the phillies i mean it's just it's done they're yeah. 25 almost 30 games behind um washington it's like look uh we're in our mid-30s <clears throat> if you want to call us bad fair weather fans go right ahead by all means you know how miserable the, it is they're to, not paying for this dick to get sad <laughs> you know how miserable it is to pretend 
that a team that you just know is not that good to pretend that they're all of a sudden going to contend for the playoffs in the World Series. Like, we're not yeah. that stupid. They're just too right. young and not good, and it's just not happening this year, so I'm going to follow a team that has a chance. Yeah. Who are you following now? The Rockies? The, the Rockies and the Astros. Yeah, the Astros are great. But I'm also following Aaron Judge. Who? I, I think he's the most interesting thing going on right now. Aaron, Aaron Judge, 26 homers. He's batting three. He's batting three thirty, and he has like fifty nine RBIs. Yankees rookie. Wow, number ninety nine. Twenty six homers already. Yes, and he's a rookie. Yes, he looks. That's a that's a super player, dude. He's six eight, two seventy. He's taller and heavier. Oh yeah, that guy. Gronk. Yeah, he's like Cupcake Sabathia in height. Cupcake Sabathia's still playing. I love that. That guy's been playing for like 15 years. You know, he's still playing, Cupcake Sabathia, after 16 years. <laughs> Where did you get Cupcake from? Did you just make that up right now? No, I, I've made that up a while ago. Because I was like, I was like, well, I got to correct him. He's It's CC Sabathia. But I said that in my head, and I was like, oh, wait, Cupcake. Yeah, Cupcake is heavy. He's, a, he's, a, he's got a belly. He's Cupcake Sabathia. I said that to my, my cousin. I said it to Joe Sanglebeni. He's a diehard Yankees fan. Yes. When they were like going to the World Series, I was like, is Cupcake Sabathia going to play? And he's like, fuck you, Clark. <laughs> Phillies aren't there. I was like, yeah, but we don't have Cupcake Sabathia. He got so mad. So angry that I was I was defacing the name of Cupcake Sabathia. We actually owned Cupcake Sabathia in that World Series. It was Andy Pettit that raped him. Yes, Pettit. Pettit, forget it. But yeah, Cupcake Sabathia. It's <laughs> the name of tonight's show. Cupcake Sabathia. <laughs> Nerd35. 62317 Cupcake Sabathia. 627. Six Whatever. Cyborg to face Evanger as Anderson withdraws. Do you know who this Cyborg chick is? No. No, who is it? Chris Cyborg Justino is like the monster of UFC women's featherweight. Uh, what's her name? Remember, who was the big UFC women's chick? Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey like wouldn't fight her because she knew she would lose. Oh, this interesting. Chick Cyborg may have penis, and yeah, they call her Cyborg. Yeah, she's, like she's got a, she's got a, she's got a, an Adam's apple in the throat. She has some some Lorna Dunes in the pant pockets. She has some spare change in the dungarees. Gorilla knuckle. <laughs> That's the worst when you're hanging out with a chick and you find out it's a dude and you're just like, what am I going to do? I mean, not anymore because I'm an engaged, happy married, but like back in the day. I know you're like, oh, I got to finish at least this. Yeah, I was just, I was just going to say that. It's like, do I finish? Or if you find out they died halfway through and you're like, I guess I'll just, I, I guess I have to. What? <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Wait a Washington beat <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> I'm totally kidding, but I love the interrupt. The yeah, I just shaved off my balls and cut off a nut. The Phillies are down 23. It's just a way to be like, I believe the word is anyway. I love it. No, not anyway. It's just uh, you know. Yeah, we got to keep it going. I don't want to. I don't want to redundant the joke. And the Gators 
beat the Tigers of Louisiana State University six to one World uh, College World Series champions. I think that's the first yeah. time. I think, I think that so is the first time the Gators have ever won, which is uh, well, oh, good for them. I mean, geez. they're due, right? They're due. They're very due. Well, I don't know. I mean, they had a hell of a run there where they won like two basketball and two football championships in four years with Tim Tebow and what's yeah. his name. They're better than Notre Dame. Better Joe start Kino. wearing Gator shirts. Absolutely. Uh, and finally, hmm. which is so incredible, Andre Iguodala has been the source of multiple targets of multiple, by multiple teams to get to sign him. Because he is such a weapon off the bench on that Warriors team that's already so good. You bring in a guy who can, who's like a diamond, yeah. diamond in the rough, who can defend. And they want to just take him off the Warriors. It's not necessarily that they need him. They just want to take him off the Warriors to make that team not as, you know, unbeatable. Why is that happening? It's like you got to start somewhere with this damn team. He's just so good at defense. Lonzo Ball went to the Lakers this past week. You see that? That's right. The draft last Thursday, we drafted the Sixers drafted Markel Fultz, who I think is yep. a perfect piece. And uh, Lonzo Not Ball Joe. signed with the Lakers. If we listened to a few shows ago, I said this is going to be a mistake. You did. This kid is not going to be able to handle the pressure. What would he know about pressure? He went to you UCLA. Said that. You did say that, and you're right, because uh, he was only one year at UCLA, high town, uh, high school, hometown hero, UCLA, and now they're like, you're going into the Lakers. And it's going to be even tougher because they're in a, a, a bad period of, of their history where they really they need suck. to build. He's not just going in there with, hey, you got Kobe and Shaq, and you know uh, you can just you can just sleep a little bit, and you're still going to win games and be a superstar. Right. Pressure's, more pressure is going to fall on him, and I don't think he's going to be able to hack it. Unless, unless he proves us wrong. The rumor mill in the NBA right now, because the deadline for the trade is July 9th. It's been, and the draft was last week. So the rumor mill has been grinding. Yes, it has been stoning. Chipping like a wood chipper. It's been bickering. The word is, the rumor on the streets is next year, Ron James and Paul George will both opt out of their contracts from the Cavs and the Pacers and sign with Magic Johnson. George, to too? Los I, I heard, Angeles. I heard LeBron was, was going to do that after that year. Interesting. That would make sense for him, the cap off his career, <sighs> bringing L.A. back. I mean, all the greats go to L.A. eventually. You know, Shaq, um, uh, of course, Kobe Bryant Ron was Artest. L.A. Artest. Um, but you don't know, you they, think? It's just, a, it's just a, it's a beacon for, for, like, let's shine in this light of Lakers because of the greatest basketball team ever. Don't you think that's going to diminish LeBron's legacy because it's like he's a team hopper? I think it already has, even yeah. even if he doesn't go. I think his move to Miami uh, at the time and then coming back and then changing his number and doing this, I, I think it already is tarnished. He, uh, Jordan, he is not. And yeah. I don't think... I think he's one of the best of all time, arguably, right. ever. But... I think he just team hops too much and 
you know, he's no Kobe Bryant where he spent his entire career with one team and made them what they are. He's like, well, we're going to win some championships in Miami. Let's go down there for a little bit. Now let's go back. Yeah, remember like Kobe was with the Lakers and they sucked and then they like got better and then they won yeah. a championship without Shaq and you know they added the pieces. LeBron, it's like if they don't win, he's like, I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah, let's move. Let's go to where the grass is greener and right. the fish are fresher. And the juice. And the fish are juicier. The mahi-mahi is, is caught daily at Publix. Swordfish, you got to cook it right. Inappropriate show tonight. A lot of inappropriate references. Gotta gotta be mindful of that. When? Yeah, a little bit. Under the breath. You'll hear back. There's been some inappropriateness floating. Make sure you have to listen with headphones. It's Sports with John. John. Sports with John. John. Sports with John. Sports with John. Sports with John. What did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? I would go in and hear Limerick. Oh. That was a great sports with John. I really like the uh, the attributes of uh, the NBA business. Oh, dude, it's 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 funny. The NBA now is more exciting than it was during the finals. Yeah, how exciting! <laughs> how 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 must it be if you're like a really good player in in college? Pretty phenomenal, and then you get drafted in the NBA. And you realize. Dude, these guys are really fucking good. Even the guys oh, you don't like hear about are yes. fucking better than me. Yes. I got to turn this shit up. Like I, I would imagine every player, and that's how it should be. You're getting paid millions of dollars going in there, because you know not everyone is Alonzo Ball Mm-mm. or uh, you know you go Mark in there and you're like these guys, and you see it. You see after like three years they get traded and they don't. Yes, you're like these guys are really fucking good. Like I am not this good. I was great with the guys I was with in college. Yes. But these guys are the fucking best. Like, how scary is that? I think, you know, then you're on national television every night. I think I would just really focus on trying to be, like, fast. Because I think, like, that's the main change from college to pro. It's like the speed is, it's like three steps ahead of when you're thinking about taking your first step. You know, yeah. like the speed is just crazy fast. It's like, you know, by now, your fundamentals are pretty much set in stone. You know, like, you can improve shots, sure. But, like, your basic skills are there. It's like you just have to be as fast as all these new athletic guys that right out you're, of the not gate. Be, you're not going to be able to keep up with. Right, yeah. Baseball, you can probably assimilate a lot better than that because there's still a lot of downtime where you're like, well, I'm not running – you know, I'm not a 34-year-old man running against a 19-year-old that could, you know, you can still have different skills like pitching and, and batting and stuff at different ages better than you could basketball. Baseball, you can get away a lot a lot better being, you know, a 38-year-old, you know, uh, athlete than football. Football, you're an old man. You're, you're out of the game at that point, you know. Yeah, like I think baseball, it's more – it's like more, uh, it's more of a personal uh, upkeep because look, I mean, how many 90 to 100 mile per hour fastballs, you're, no one throws faster than that. So if you can right. get your timing down to be able to handle those pitches, that, that's pretty much it. Yeah. 
That's not easy to do. No. That's a bullet. That's a bullet going no. towards your head. It's the hardest thing to do. But if I you can being, do it, then you're fine. I, I never was a pitcher in baseball, but I always thought being a pitcher was the scariest position in the world. You're throwing these rockets at somebody that's just batting them back at you right yes. away. Granted, uh, statistically, the probability of you getting hit is none. But that, but those are those are like armed rockets going past your head every second. It's got to be the most stressful thing. I'd be chewing and chew the whole game. I'd be like, I, I'd be a mess, you know. Dude, and I, third base too. You have the majority of hits going right at you. It's like I, I can't. I can't. How? Um, that's why I love playing second base. Second base is like yeah. really tucked. If you get a line drive, you have like a lot of time to grab that thing. You right got a lot of scrotum face. skin. Yeah, it's a lot of scrotum skin. That's that's why I like playing left field. I don't high balls, no problem. I'll a million feet in the air. I'll wait till it comes down and I'll just land it in this cabbage patch. But I don't need like a ninety mile per hour ball coming at me. I don't know how to react. I've ADD. It's it's gonna it's gonna hurt my face. And I don't skin. want that. See, it was yeah, like lot lot of if it's coming at you real fast, I lock up. But I felt at Ooh. second base, it was coming fast enough for me to not lock up and not overthink. It was just kind of like glove in front of face. <laughs> ah! All right, I got it. Nice. It was like, you know, the perfect distance, speed of the ball, trajectory. Velocity. Yeah. Blunt force trauma. Scrotum you played skin. second base. Hell yes. Loved yeah. It. Loved it. So easy. Most grounders, I would underhand the first baseman. Oh, wow. Yeah, second base is cool. First base is another scary one. Those, uh, those pitches where you have to completely reconform your body just to keep your, what, your left foot on the base and then stretch over and catch it as a man doing, you know, 50 miles an hour is running towards you. Hoping he doesn't shred your ankle, the one piece of your foot that's sticking on the base. Can't do it. They say the hardest position is catcher. Do you agree with that? Sure. You're squatted yeah. that whole damn time. You have all that extra equipment, and you're like the quarterback almost of the of the. It's almost like you're yeah. telling the quarterback what to do during a football game. You know. You're the play caller, and yeah. and and even on like a smaller scale of of difficulties with that position is say you're next in the lineup. And, you know, or you're just batting. You have to quickly run and throw, like, eight pieces of equipment on yeah. in order to make, like, the game starting again, yeah. you know? It's like on top of, like, I'm on my knees the whole time. I got to change and unchange like, every <laughs> inning, you know, with this ridiculous thing. It's not like, imagine doing a football game. If you're like, let me take my padding off my helmet. Yeah. That. You're doing that every inning. It's like a lot my of stress. my armor off and on. And then your hand is getting smacked. Oh. Over and over by 90 mile per hour of balls of rock. One more question. Slash me. Every three pitches, they'll they'll trade the ball, oh, ball in for a one. Justin and I watch to see how long a ball lasts. It's like two and a half pitches. That's so like the, they probably like the go average. through like 300 balls at least a game. What do they do with those used balls? Do they get given to charity or do they get rid of them or do they recycle them? Because I was thinking about that because I got a lot, of, a lot of great time in my hands. And I was thinking, what do they do with that? That's like, that's like thousands of dollars in balls alone a game. Um, uh, it's insane that they go through that many balls. It, Where do they it, get this? It might be the biggest waste of money ever. I think so. Um, but 
I think they give them to like local clubs, baseball clubs. I think. I mean, that would they make should. sense, right? They shouldn't just throw them out. Shouldn't they give There's them like? There's no way they throw them out. There's what they should no do. Way. What they should do is just have at the end of a game have the players autograph them, like give them the charity for silent auctions or something, you know? Oh my god! Maybe they do, but why couldn't I mean all that? Like take one guy, it's your guy. You're gonna sign like 20 balls after the show or whatever, yeah. and that's it. You give them the charity. You're you're getting things for the team. 20 signatures. I'm gonna, I'm gonna investigate this. I'm making this by, I'm making this by Watergate. I'm gonna take this. To, I'm gonna do this. You do it. You investigate. You plummet. You go peek into the cornmeal. Thanks. Squeeter. At the underscore podcast, from the director in charge of ball handling and jiggle jiggling and puffly tonguing, John Hassinger, to the gentleman in charge of researching that through <coughs> years of data, obscuration, and research, Matthew oh. Clark, saying, thank you so much for listening, and thank you for Mike Trampe for being on the show, and we will talk to you soon. Good night, everybody. Thank you, and Godspeed. <laughs> Unicorns and wizard sleeves, hammer pants and make believe. Pirate ships sailing off to sea. Will you come party with me in my castle? In my castle? In my castle? In my castle? This is for the freaks and for my magicians Booty clapping, lap dancing technicians Dance parties in the name of Great Britain And American girls who love a Detroit piston Like Dennis Rodman, I got a rod, man Oh yeah! A long wong dong and a soft hand And a ping pong, ping schlong, let's all dance From England to Stockholm I'm wearing a cape just like a poncho I got a cutie and I'm making a beat on a booty Like I was a Bonnaroo beating up on a bongo I got a bottle of Martinelli's And jumping it all over anybody that's kicking it in the grotto and the neighbors keep tripping, I'm like I'm in a castle Fuck your condo! Unicorns and wizard sleeves Hammer pants and make-believe Pirate ships sailing off the sea Sailing off the sea Sailing off the sea Unicorns and wizard sleeves Hammer pants and make-believe Pirate ships sailing off the sea Will you come party with me in my castle? In my castle? In my castle? To party, I'm a partier. You like to wander, I'm a wanderer. Your thighs are the closet to Narnia. Is it cool if I go and get lost in that? I'm the lion, the witch in the wardrobe. Massage my lap, I have a sore bone. Of course, cold on the dance floor, like an Eskimo's holes in the North Pole with both toes poking out of the two holes in the Eskimo socks. I'm hot, like a cauldron from a warlock wearing sweatpants and a sauna. Who's your father? I'm not. I'm motherfucking raving Bowie, and here's my cock. Rooster, cock a doodle doo, sir. Take a hit of the hookah, now make it drop. Girl's booty was bigger than the stomach of Rick Ross. <laughs> Holy mother mountain of tender tendon to get lost in. Pounce, bounce, that castle booty, that bottom. Make it wobble, wobbly, wobble till my third leg has to hobble. Yeah! You don't want to look back on this night and think I should have been freaking on a booty. Make believe Pirate ships sailing off the sea Will you come party with me in my